It's not that I believe all rumors. But sometimes uh, there are rumors that have staying power. And when it comes uh, to the Indiana Pacers... The rumor has staying power. The rumor is, is that this team might get a bit of broken up. We're officially in the rebuilding year. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. JMB joins us from 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan, 107.5thefan.com. You hear him from 3 to 7 p.m. or until he gets tired. I believe that's what his schedule calls for. Uh, Talk to me, JMV, about how this came to be, how this rumor came to be, and whether or not it's rumor at all. Well, Tony, because the Pacers stink right now. They stink. They won Monday night, but they stink altogether. And I think finally, this has normally been ownership. Now, I don't want fans to get confused about this because everybody talks about, well, they're going to blow it up. This is not going to be blown up. They're going to probably, I believe, ultimately make a deal but it's not going to be a blow-up. It's somewhere between blow-up and retool here, but it's just a bad basketball team right now, and clearly it needs some changes. And to me, at the top of that list, when we see it said and done, it's going to be like a Karis Levert and one of the big men. But I would not call this a complete rebuild, as some have suggested. This is just going to be making changes because right now this basketball team is bad. When you talk about being bad, are, are we talking about this being the, the issue uh, of Rick Carlisle, or are we talking about these players don't fit into a system that works for Rick Carlisle? Which way are we playing it here? Uh, yeah, I think basically what we're looking at, Tony, is a team that just does not play at a higher level together here. Now, granted, there's still a piece we haven't seen in TJ Warren, who's basically been injured before the, uh, the dawn of man, but... We're waiting on him to come back to get that final piece. But I think we've seen enough to know, Tony, that this team is just not going to be able to maybe not even get back to where the bar was set a year ago, much less raise the bar. So you got to make some changes in the personnel. That's what they're deciding to do. It has been a, a commonplace conversation over the past three or four years of, hey, you got to start over. You got to blow it up. Um, and the attendance is the lowest of the NBA right now. They have a bad TV situation where not everybody around here because of lack of streaming can see them. So that is problematic for a team. And especially when you add in that nobody really wants to see them right now because they're not playing well, you want to do some changes. And Kevin Pritchard is a question. You bring this up, too, as far as how do you do this? He's the team president. Do you allow him with, I think, a year left on his contract? to make these type of decisions, or do you want somebody else to do it? Those are all questions. I believe Pritchard's going to end up making the decisions, even though he's probably not in the long term going to be around here. That said, changes are necessary. It's just not going to be on the level of a complete like rebuild like the Sixers took a decade in their process to rebuild because nobody around here is going to wait that amount of time for this team to be good again but what they're going to do is try to adjust on the fly and do something about the fact that they're just not very good right now talking to jmv from 93.5 1075 the the fan Uh, first let's talk about the players uh, that are up uh demonis bonus uh they're talking about miles turner they're talking about karis levert who came here and and then he got got sick and now he's well i think people like him but these are the three players we're, we're we're hearing about 
What could they go out there and get, and could those things actually turn the fortunes of this team around? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know they, what they're going to be looking for. Is it going to be trade assets like draft selections, Tony? Is it going to be an established player? Um, is it going to be somebody that you're going to get an established player that has a uh, contract that's going to expire uh, so you'll get some money to dabble into free agency next year? I really don't know the direction they're going to go. I, I think that's part of the conversations that are being had right now as far as, as where you can take it. I do think that although not similar to, to what we like to talk about all the time, Tony and this team running it back, I do think that they are going to make – some certain changes here. I think Karis LeVert is on the top of the list. Now, he is a great dude, and he is a good basketball player. But if you watch Karis LeVert on the floor, his interaction with head coach Rick Carlisle, it doesn't look like they really enjoy one another, not to the point where uh, there's anything really negative going on. But it looks like that LeVert would be better off playing someplace else, and I think he's going to get that. And then it's going to be one of the bigs. And who are you going to get the most out of, Tony? That's what you have to look at here. Is it Sabonis, who's an all-star, puts up big numbers, or is it a versatile guy like Miles Turner that does not require having the basketball in his hands all the time, block shots, protects the rim? That's the thing they're going to have to figure out. So, to me, it would be better off going for draft picks if you are going to be at this level of bad this year. But they may also bring in an already established player and see if they can't raise the bar at least more than where they are right now. Those are all decisions that they're having right now at Gamebridge Fieldhouse about the future of this team. Now let's take it to the management side. You're talking about Kevin Pritchard, the GM, who uh, I've only met a couple times. It seems like a, 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 a nice dude. Um, there's always a question of what makes somebody successful or, or, or not successful, and sometimes it's just a bit of dumb luck. But as you take a look over the last few years, can you point to uh, moves that he has made that have led to a rational conversation about him being let go? Um, just now, I mean, the draft selections over the years, until this past year in Crystal Duarte, they've been a mess. I mean, they have. I mean, Goga Bakaze uh, never plays. The whole T.J. Lee fiasco of drafting him was bad. Aaron Holiday's no longer here as a first-round pick. Those are the things that you stare at. But you're right, Tony, to be fair, and you have to be in this case, because a part of his resume is pulling this team in a good way with Oladipo and Sabonis out of the whole Paul George nonsense. And then having a couple of years later, having to do the same thing with Victor Oladipo, who went all diva and decided that he wanted to go someplace else and they had better horizons someplace else. So, yes, Kevin has done a great job doing that. There's no question about it. At the same time, you just think if you're going longer term future here and it's not so much that you're going to fire Kevin Pritchard, but is Kevin Pritchard, when his contract ends, going to want to be around here? That's a question I think that's going to be asked. And if he doesn't want to be around here, do you want him making the longer-term decisions? Again, my guess is going to be that Herb Simon will want him making those decisions because he has experience in it. And I don't think he's going to turn it over to, for example, Tony, letting Rick Carlisle you know, run those personnel decisions and coach the team or let Chad Buchanan, the general manager, make those decisions. I think what's going to happen is Kevin is going to be in charge in the short of those decisions they're going to make this particular season, although – longer term i don't know if he's going to be a part of his team if you're looking three four five years down the road by the way you mentioned victor oladipo who left town and uh like like a like a tool uh has anybody heard from him again is he doing anything i never hear his name oh yeah 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's injured. He's constantly injured. He's in Miami, um, hasn't played in a while. Yeah, he's, he's somebody that took a huge contract and cost himself millions upon millions of dollars uh, in all of this, too. And what's so, what's so really interesting about it is you look at him and that first year here, it was phenomenal. I mean, he was perfect for the Pacer fans. They were perfect for him. He was a former IU guy. You had all that love. He was a closer in the fourth quarter. He was a guy that you could count on to make big shots. And then he went from that to the mass singer to basically flushed right down the toilet in a matter of three years. It is an amazing discussion to have regarding Oladipo's time here. I never would have thought he would have gone down like that here with his fan base. But, man, that just goes to show you, Tony, what you can do ego-wise to yourself if you let others make some bad decisions. And in part, those bad decisions are made by you. But that is a great example of it for sure. That's that's why I never make bad decisions. JMV, 93.5, 107.5, the fan, 3 to 7 p.m. Be sure to check him out there on the drivehubler.com hotline. I appreciate you calling in.